Hello, it's Jacqueline Kitzman, and this is Awakened Tarot. Um, hi, it's um, the same. It's all the same. Current world events, it's all the same. Getting, like, news fatigue, bad news fatigue, whatever is... It's very easy, but there's a lot going on that we need to pay attention to. Pretty much all the same stuff from the war in Ukraine to COVID to monkeypox to it's not it's not funny. Um, it's not funny. It's just like it's a whole nother thing. And then, of course, you know, um, bodily autonomy, Roe v. Wade in America, all of those things. Paying attention to the news, paying attention to local elections, paying attention to how best you can help support movements to end voter suppression. Don't let yourself get so burnt out you can't focus on what needs to be focused on. We are entering into today, we are going to talk about the suit of swords. Um, for some of you, you're probably like, please, no. But for other people, like, you're probably like, yay. All of that to say, like, I really think, like, it's it's honestly my bad. I should have done this, like, a long time ago. And I'm so entirely grateful to Alice for suggesting this. And I'm happy to go over it. Um, and then, of course, we'll do the collective reading at the end. But we are going to talk about the suit of swords today. The suit of swords is um, it is one of the suits in the tarot that I think people get m most anxious about. Like, you know, I would say especially when you're first reading tarot. But honestly, like there are just certain cards that are triggering, even if they don't mean necessarily anything bad is happening. And I think a lot of that is based off of the um essentially like the historical uh portrayal of those cards uh specifically the smith rider weight deck there's not a lot of like cards that you look at in the suit of swords and you're like wow these are happy go lucky cards even though it's not even though they're not necessarily bad or bad news um the one of you know two cards i'm specifically thinking thinking about are the 3 of swords the and the 10 of swords and the 5 of swords like these cards that you look at and you're like wow like these people have been stabbed. And one of the things that I will say is that the suit of swords asks us to consider and sometimes analyze or weather more contractive emotions. We cannot escape the fact that sometimes we are sad. Sometimes we are angry. Sometimes we are rejected. Sometimes we are disappointed. Sometimes bad things do happen. But simply pulling the three of swords does not mean you're going to be heartbroken or betrayed. Sometimes it literally just means how are your thoughts affecting your feelings and how are your feelings affecting your thoughts. Sometimes that is the point. When you pull the ten of swords, it's not just you died. It's not just an et brute betrayal knife in the back type scenario. Sometimes it's literally like you have taken, because again, tens are about mastery, right? Um, so it literally, it's, it's saying you have taken literally every sword we can throw at you It's and now you can rest. You have survived it all. You can do this. But the suit of swords is the suit that first brings us into actually analyzing emotions. We go into the suit of wands, which is that primal instinct and in action. And, you know, all it doesn't mean that we don't feel maybe like like anger or things like that, because anger can play a huge role in the suit of wands. But those are all things that we feel and we just feel it. It's like fire, like you start a fire and it's there. You're not sitting there analyzing why you're mad or in or in love or entranced or 
passionate about something, you just are those things. You get into the suit of cups and you're exploring your inner world, who you are, what your dreams are, what your dreams mean, what's behind the veil, who were you before you were you, all of those more mystical things. And then you enter the suit of swords and now you are at a place where you can actively consider what is happening, analyze it. It's the suit of swords is the suit of air and this is the suit of thought, communication, written and verbal. It's the suit of thinking and of um, analyzing and brain chemistry, like if you struggle with anxiety or depression or OCD, anything like that, mental health, ADHD, autism, anything like that, like it is your ability to be self-aware and consider, it's, it's, um, it's thought processes, self-analysis. It's very Jungian, this suit. It's, it's, it's taking both of the things that you learned in the cups and the and the wands it's why are my instincts this and why do i have these dreams and if i'm sad about this why am i sad about it the whole suit of swords is the furthering of a question and then when you get to the court cards that's how you answer these questions that's how you answer the questions that's that's the that's the summary of something that's the analysis of something that's the term paper right written or verbal it's this grand speech the suit of swords as a whole asks us to think about from the beginning to the end, it's here's a truth, here's a thought, here's here's a, an epiphany. Now what are you going to do? The suit of swords, it's Excalibur. It's wielding a sword. It's about finding balance. It's about understanding how your thoughts are as defensive as they are or as they can be offensive they are meant to protect you and they are meant to defend you and your brain constructs mechanisms to put up these walls but you're you're in the suit of swords you're you're there to break down who you are and why you are it's the critical thinking it's understanding that oh like I am so afraid of this because of this thing that happened to me at a different time and my body thinks we're there. So how do I unwind myself and disconnect myself in the present from that thing that happened before? It is such, it is a suit that teaches us how to critically think about our insides and about our instincts and about our desires and our wants. And that's not always easy. With self-analysis and critical thinking thinking comes a large mirror of truth. And that is what tarot is in itself. If there was any suit that perfectly reflected what tarot is, it is the suit of swords. And I think sometimes that's why it's so hard for us to get that suit and why it can be so triggering, because it is a suit that asks us to dig deeper, cut deeper, think deeper, think more clearly, speak our truth. What do we want? If the suit of wands is that spark of desire, then the suit of swords is explaining why we want it. It's, you know, you see on TikTok sometimes it's pretty funny, like these kids, like they have like created like PowerPoints for their parents explaining why they want something or like, you know, like on Turning Red, like a power, she does a PowerPoint and trying to show her parents why she needs to go to this boy boy band concert. And um, it, that's the suit of swords. It's this ability to reflect on our desires, on our inner world and communicate them. If we cannot communicate our needs, it's why toddlers get so frustrated because they they have wants and desires and they have dreams and hopes and wants and all of those things you get in the suit of cups. But they don't have yet is the ability to communicate in the suit of swords. And so they get so frustrated because they can't communicate and 
what that turns into is tantrums and anger and fussiness and confusion and toddlers are just small humans and they are the most truthful little beings. And when we look at the suit of swords, like it is encouraging us to speak our truth. And if sometimes that truth is going to be anger and sadness, and I always say, you know, I always say in the podcast, like sometimes being kind means getting mad and the suit of swords gives us that ability. A pen is a sword. And I believe that. I believe that our ability to communicate, to write, to, to say what we mean is a sword. It is our greatest defense, our greatest attack, our greatest weapon. Um, there's a 21 Pilots song that I really resonate with and I listen to a lot. It means a lot to me. It's called Ode to Sleep. And it's a song about insomnia and anxiety and depression and about, there's a lyric in there that says, some see a pen, I see a harpoon. And the singer Tyler Joseph is talking in that line about while some people just see him writing silly songs, he sees his ability to communicate through song, through through his writing as a way to kill his inner demons. It is not a coincidence that the suit of swords is air, it's internal thought, brain chemistry, anxieties, traumas, truths, wisdom. It's not a coincidence that it's also a suit about communication and its symbol is a sword. The sword in like symbolically in literature is Excalibur. It is truth and wisdom and divine right to rule. You pull the sword from the stone, the truth is there. It's hard to deny and you get that from the sword, from that truth. And the suit of swords, what it does is it takes us on a journey to find and stand up for and speak our truth. And then when we get to the king of swords, we are not just speaking our truth. We are living our truth. And that is the beauty of the suit of swords. Yes, it is hard. And yes, it is triggering. And it's not hard and triggering because the suit of swords predicts bad things, betrayal or, or agony or death or heartbreak or anything else. It is that way because it asks us to actually consider our truths and go deeper. And it does sometimes involve us looking at our trauma and thinking about it. And that is hard and it and it can cut deep, but it is also so vitally important to get through there because after the suit of swords, we'll go into the suit of pentacles, right? And that's when we bring everything outward. And I'll talk about that obviously next week. But the suit of swords is like that last step, that last finalization, that that pen ultimate, almost like judgment card. It's the suit. Uh, it's it is all about okay. Here is my truth, and now I'm going to take all of these things, all these traumas, all these things that make me up, all of my primal instincts, my love, my passions, my desires, all of my internal dreams, my unconscious desires, my unconscious thought, all of those things behind the veil, all that mysticism, all of that all of it that makes me up. And now I'm going to give it to you from my mouth, all of my truth, all of my wisdom. And here's where I'll teach. Here's where I'll write. Here's where I'll be. Here's where I'll speak. And I'm going to speak all of that into your reality, which we'll see in the suit of pentacles. And I'll talk more about it next week. So I hope this was helpful. I hope that you got something from it, even if you've been reading tarot for years and years and years and years. Um, but as we all know, this is the part of the podcast where I reenact the entire just but a flesh wound scene um, on, from Money Python on the Holy Grail. But I'll do it all without video. So it'll just be like me making noises like cling, clang, dash, swish. 
it's the collective reading. This coming week, the energy we are in is the Ace of Cups. I think this is a gift. Um, this is a gift. This is a chance to refill ourselves up, to consider our to consider ourselves, consider our wants, consider our dreams, kind of anchor ourselves into this is the cup we've been given. What what can I scry from the inside? I think sometimes it's um something that I like to do is take sit in the dark, light some candles and take a bowl of water in an obsidian bowl or just a clear bowl and scry in water and see what I see, see what life is there, see what visions come forward. And I think that this coming week is kind of that that same symbology of see what comes forward, see what we want to drink and what we want to set aside, see what we see what visions come up, see what comes up for us and see what we want to breathe life into and what we don't. Um, take take stock of what you want. Take chances. Listen to your dreams. Um, you know, all of those things. Listen to your cards or whatever divination practice you use. I assume if you listen to this podcast, cards are one of those things. But essentially, take this coming week to really let yourself drink in hope. Drink in hope. See what there is. Um, it's In today's world, it's not very often that we simply get to drink in life, drink in youth, drink in dreams, and actually ask ourselves, what do we desire? What is next? I think that's kind of the beauty of this coming week. Allow yourself that breath, that time, that cup of water. Hydrate yourself, literally or metaphorically, um, you know, with not just things that literally make you healthy, but things that make you feel whole and good and purposeful. This is the podcast. If you like it, please rate, subscribe, and review. Um, I love when that happens and it genuinely touches me each time. And I just, I love and appreciate you all so much. Um, we do have a Patreon. I haven't talked about it in a while, but we do have a Patreon and the link for it is in the show notes. Um, there is, I like last week or the a week and a half ago, I like wrote a mini research paper on the five of pentacles. One of my Patreons reached out to me and was talking about the bell and the five of pentacles that one of the people wear and it's a leprosy bell. And so I dove in and did a little research on Henson's disease, which is the actual term for leprosy. And that was really cool. Um, and then there's a bunch of other little things too. I just added a recording. So if you're interested in more content and things like that, that is available to you there. Um, also the AMA for July is coming up. It will be this coming Tuesday. So I'm going to send the zoom link out today. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm just excited, excited about everything. And I love you all. And I'm going to get off now before I, uh, can you tell I've had like 17 cups of coffee this morning? I'm a little jittery. Okay. Bye-bye.